This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hola, hola. Welcome to He Said, Ella Dijo, where Hello. we have a real... Hi, Eric. How are you? Good. <laughs> I was you forgot I'm go- here? I know. I forgot about you. No, you're here. Um, so today, is a, it's a really beautiful day. We are interviewing this... She's a legend. Olga Meredis. Olga is from Cuba, but she was raised in Puerto Rico. She's been part of the business... For so long, she's a Broadway star, TV shows, movies, incredible, incredible actress. You probably know her more from In the Heights. She played Abuela Claudia, Paciencia y Fe. You know Paciencia y Fe, that song? That is a classic Mm -hmm. of In the Heights. She is uh, the singer. I've known Olga. I don't think I have ever worked with Olga, but... As a Latina, we all know who is Olga Meredith. Oh, she also has the singing voice of the grandma in Encanto. In Encanto. No, uh, Olga does it all. And Olga, she se llama mi mamá. That's my mom's name, Olga, as well. So anyways, let's bring her in. Hello. Hello, hello. Hey, ¿cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú? ¿Cómo andas? Primera vez que te conozco. I know, right? I was telling my husband, oh, I, said, I, have, I have never worked with you, but I've known everybody. We all know Olga. 
Yeah, qué bueno. Un placer tenerte. Thank you so much for being here with us. You guys look so comfy. Yeah. I know. This is our... He said, ella dijo setup. <laughs> Good to see where, you. So, dale, empieza. Said, where are you now? Are you, are you in... I am in a hotel room in Los Angeles. Oh, you're in LA? You're in LA. Yeah. Nice. You guys in LA? Yeah, we're in LA. So home for you, Olga, is New York, correct? That's where you live right now. And yeah, I, I like walking. Okay. Have you? Did you ever relocate to LA at some point in your career, just to do the rounds over here? Or was it's been always been it's I always did, been New York? Yes, I did. I did for a little bit, but I guess I didn't give it enough time. Okay. I ran back home. With my tail between my legs. It's okay. Well, you're, <laughs> you're crushing it on Broadway and you got to be, you know, in New York for that world, right? Yeah, I did that for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm out here all the time. Yeah, I like being out here with work. That's nice. It's it's a different experience. When you were, it's, it's interesting, Olga, because I left Puerto Rico at 21 and I went to New York first for three years. I went to study. Um, uh -huh. And I, when I think about New York, I think about struggle. For whatever reason, it was those three years for me were brutal. Um, okay. Then I moved to Los Angeles and I've been here ever since. And I love New York. But like you said, I don't mind going to New York now. I love it there. I think it's a very special place if you're working. <laughs> you know okay, I mean? so we're like opposite. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, I guess I got used to New York, you know, the convenience yeah. of having everything. Yeah, that's interesting. For me, it was even though there's so so many Puerto Ricans in in, I think there's more Puerto Ricans in New York than even the island. But to me, New York, I don't know if it was the winter element, not having family, it was just so hard. And then once I moved to LA, I was like, okay, I have the beach pretty close. Everything was more normal. I have a car. It was a completely different experience. It's really interesting. Even though there's very the the Puerto Rican community over here is so small. But it's more familiar to me, L.A. than New York. It's really crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's really crazy. That's interesting. Let, yeah. me, let me ask you this. In, in your career, you've done obviously so many different things. Um, what do you find, like, was Broadway the thing that you, I mean, in the Heights, stuff like that, or doing voice work and being a part of a project like Encanto, or, or is everything just fun and different in its own unique way? Do you have one that you prefer that's been more... Uh, that's gives a you, great you know, question. You know what I mean? That's a great question. Um, I feel like the ideal for an actor, I don't know, is to have a little taste of everything yep. and be able to do many different things, right? Um, I started out in the theater and um, that gave me great a great discipline for everything, you know? And so, um, but I like the variety. It's, it's great to have a variety of things that you can do and that you're able to do, that you're lucky enough to do, you know, especially now. I, I was telling some other uh, interviewer that I wish all this was happening when I was like 40. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, interesting. Um, but hey, if it's happening now, I'll take it. It's beautiful. Listen, you, you, you've been doing this now. I, I think it's going to be 20, almost 30 years since I started. So, you know, and I've been so blessed to work consistently. So with you, the same thing. I think we're both uh, blessed that way. The, the longevity has been really beautiful, you know, and I'm hoping that I have many, many more years to come. Um, I want to explore all the things. I hope so. I hope so. Because I, I really, I, I don't love the business, but I love what I do. You know, type of, th type of thing. <laughs> 
What what You're was right. it? It's a tough business. Yeah. What was it like? And I'm I'm only going to this because I I mean I loved in the Heights uh, movie play all of it. What was it like being a part of that ride um, when it first came out with Lin Manuel and being just. You the, mean at the beginning, beginning? Yeah, the beginning, because that was yeah. sort of like, well, you know, Hamilton, I know, was a big deal. Obviously, that put Lemuel at, at a sort of different stratospheric level, but In the Heights was so good. And that was like his first big yeah. um, well, show. Well, I right? had so many, I did so many workshops before we even got to off-Broadway. Wow. I was playing a, a different role. I was playing the mother. Oh, wow. They, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I was pl singing a different song, playing the mother, very happy. They couldn't find the right abuela. <laughs> they couldn't find the right person to sing that song, which is so difficult mm -hmm. in so many ways. And so they auditioned me and I thought, you know, it's they're going to see it's not going to work, but I'll audition. And uh, they said, OK, we found our abuela. So I said, oh, my God. Then I had to kind of step up to the plate because I was afraid it wasn't going to I wasn't going to it, it wasn't going to be authentic or something that I was going to come off as a caricature. So I said, I really have to step up to the plate and I, I really have to work hard and to make this abuela the real deal, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then we did it on Broadway and, you know, but, but we had done so many workshops to get there, you know, the changes that happened during all the workshops mm -hmm. before you even get to off Broadway or mm -hmm. Broadway. And I was part of all of that. And to get wow. to do it in the movie is a miracle because as you know, it's 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 very rare. It happens, but very rarely does an uh, a theater actor get to do their role. Yeah, in a yeah. Film. Well, you did the so, full life of that project essentially, like you said, the right. the off Broadway, yeah. then Broadway, then film. I mean, really, you clearly yeah. owned the role. <laughs> yeah, I guess they had Incredible. no other choice. But <laughs> <laughs> no. John Chu, the director said, you know what? If there's a remake in 20 years, you'll still be playing the abuela. And I'm like, oh, uh, for you. sure. <laughs> and Lin -Manuel, Thanks a lot, John Chu. <laughs> when Lin-Manuel was, I'm assuming, uh, I mean, that whole process, he just probably super hands-on, everything involved with every aspect of, of all of it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of, you know, I know, like you said, I know this role inside out. So I was prepared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so he could focus on, yeah, he always gives you a tweak, you know, he's always directing you. But there was, you know, shooting in the subways. It was like there were so many technical aspects yeah. that he had to deal with. Imagine lighting, the lighting in the subway tunnel mm. and, and everything and all those dancers down there. And, and uh, it was very complicated. So, yeah, he was definitely hands on. And, uh, you know, one of the nights was an, uh, was a, was a night shoot went in at five 30 PM comp came home at seven 30 AM. And it was one of those nights of the, of the subway, uh, Paciencia y Fe, Paciencia. which is in the, in the show. I mean, in the movie. So, uh, yeah, he was definitely very hands-on. Wow. El Manuel y Olga, tú naciste en... Cuba, but then you were raised in Puerto Rico. At, uh, when did you move to Puerto right. Rico? At what age? I was, uh, we were all born in Cuba. And then the revolution happened, as you know. Then we were lucky enough to get out. And then um, I went, we went to Jamaica, Jamaica and Florida. Then my dad got a job in Puerto Rico. We went to back to the Caribbean. I was seven. So I started second grade in a very, very good school down there. Uh, second grade. So I was what? Maybe seven seven yeah six seven and yeah. then i was basically raised there and i'm so happy that i was raised there yeah, when until what age and then you moved to new york at what age 
Then uh, I graduated high school in Puerto Rico. I went to college in New Orleans, Tulane. And then I didn't go to New York till I was uh, 24, 25. Oh, wow. How, wow. how much do you remember at that age of like fleeing Cuba? How much do you remember? You were probably what? You said six, seven in that range? I was five when I left five? Cuba. It was so traumatic. I actually, I shot a documentary that, that addresses that. It's in the film circuits now. Mm. Uh, and what I say is that it was so traumatic that, you know, when you have something traumatic happen in your life, you, your memory just kind of goes, mm-hmm. you just kind of, you just forget it. It's, it's there, but it's, it's kind it. of have to kind of retrieve it somehow. Yeah, you bury um, it. So it was so traumatic that I, I have very little memory of that. That's incredible. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, it's interesting. I'm doing this job in, in Miami now, and I'm flying back and forth weekly. And one of my closest friends, Katia Del Pino, she's Cuban, uh, born and raised in Cuba, then she went to Madrid to to study acting. Um, but her family's all there and her mom is there and she just went back to Cuba and wow. I was I was overwhelmed about the amount of information of the history of Cuba, even though as a Puerto Rican, you know, and Cuba's right next to us, that I didn't know because Puerto Ricans, since we our life experience is so different from Cuba. And so oh different. my God. And she's just telling me stories and she just went back to Cuba to see her mom. And she's like, you, you wouldn't believe Ross what's happening in Cuba is, it's just, it's depressing. So oh, it's so sad. Like all no this food. I know. What'd you say? Hugo, what'd There's you? no food. There's wow. no food, Eric. There's no medicine. There's no food. There's, they have nothing. They have Zero. nothing. <laughs> I know. And I'm, how they survive. I will never understand. Even in Havana, like even in the capital. Nowhere. This is that bad across Cuba the right now. It's 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 almost like a is it an experiment? So it's like what the, the heck is happening been? with Cuba? It's is that is it is it a right human now? experiment? What's happening in Cuba? I don't it's know. Human torture is yes. what it is. If you go to Cuba, it's a beautiful country and yeah. the people are beautiful. But if you go to Cuba, you have to pack everything in your bag. Mm -hmm. You you got to bring the whole a whole Walgreens. Yeah. In your wow. bag, if something she, happens to you, yes. anything. You you better go yeah. to your suitcase because you're not going to find it there. All the Cubans, it, it, listen, the, the ones that have left the island, the Miami is concentrated with Cubans. All they do is send stuff to their families because they, they, they can't afford it. They don't have anything available. It doesn't exist. So yeah. like Katia flew with a suitcase, like like used like a pharmacy. She's like, I'm bringing everything. Wow. And I'm, I, I, don't, I don't comprehend it. Yeah, and I get very sick there. I've gone there three times total. And I've come back with parasites twice. That's oh, how bad wow. the uh, My God. water the, and food. Dice, the, the, the hygiene. El, el agua, el agua potable, todo, claro. Oh, my God. Horrible. Oh. There's no FDA there. You know, the meat is hanging in a, on, a, you know, on, a, on a line with the flies. It's so, oh, my God. So I just I just bring the food, literally, sardine cans and protein bars. Oh, on my wow. Soup. And you've been back twice just to visit family or just 
for what? I went back with a project and I was like, oh my God, I'm going back to Cuba for the first time in 50 something years. And then I decided to shoot a documentary partly there and partly in New York and Miami. Okay. It's called my Two Moms, A Story of Separation. And it's in the film circuits right now. It's oh, doing wow. very well. Oh, I want to see it. And, uh, it was crazy. I don't even know how I did it. Wow. I don't think I could do it now, but I did it and I'm glad I was able to do it. Okay. Um, but the poor, the people, you just, my heart breaks. My you heart know, breaks for me. I was, I was talking to, and then the driver that is driving me in Miami, Salvador, also from, from Cuba, I, I can't, uh, the stories, I'm like shocked. And they're like, you don't know any of this? And I was like, listen, guys, I apologize for my ignorance. It's just, we don't, we don't think about it. You know, and, and the, he was the, teaching, how, teaching me how it's just history, the, the Cuban history and what's going on is like hush hush, it's like vanish. Like nobody talks about it, nobody wants to know about it. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. And let me ask you, Olga, at what age did you know, and it sounds like a cliche question, but you know what, at what age did you know I'm I'm a performer. This is my life. I see myself on stage. I was kind of older already. I was in my early 20s. I was going to do something else. I wanted to learn five languages and be a, a, a you know, a, a international representative United Nations kind of a person. But I was all the, I was always singing and acting on the side as a hobby and then and then I did Man of La Mancha after school in, in New Orleans at Tulane. And I thought, you know, I, I got to give this a try. Mm. I got to, you know, so that I'm not an old lady in a rocking chair saying I could have, I should have, I would have, mm -hmm. I should have. So I decided to give it a try and it happened like this. And then it went like, it went so fast. Yeah. That it was, um, I hadn't even moved to New York when I, I got a job and I had to move. And then it just, happened very quickly. I got an agent. And, and so I knew I was in the right field. I know you you've know. done so many projects, you know, TV, film, theater, you've done it all. If, is, is there one that is the one that is really dear to your heart that you can say this was an X factor moment in my life. And when I think about all that I've done, this is the one that I really cry over. I, I have to say the In the Heights movie. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Okay. You Probably because you saw it all the way through, huh? Is that part of it? Like being Yes, because it was like I saw it. It was came full circle. Yeah. And I was given the opportunity to do it, which mm. was a miracle. I, you know, I had to audition for the movie, too. Wow. Why? Wow. Audition for all the suits. Oh, my gosh. But why? Can they just watch your reel of being on stage? <laughs> You know how it is. I can't terrible. Know. This business. Don't That's tell offensive. me that. That's the offensive. Studio didn't know me. Doesn't matter. They're gonna watch the play. I can't believe <laughs> That's it. Offensive. I had to. I had to really nail it. Oh, hi, you know, I bought a wig. I went wig shopping. I bought a wig. I went dressed like uh, not not bata de casa, you know. But I I would look like a you know a little old lady. Claro, claro. Like a, a cab in New York, looking like that. And then I got to the audition and I was three hours early. Somebody had changed my audition time. And oh, oh my God. So oh I said, you don't understand. I have 50 pins under this wig. I am warmed up and ready to sing. Don't send. I can't go home now. Exactly. <laughs> oh so did, my they, did, you make them, did, they, did you make them see you? You know what? Early? I did. Good for I you. I had to wait an hour, but they saw me. Good for okay. you. But <laughs> you know what? It's, uh, good, good. Listen, <laughs> I, I this is what I need, I need to learn because... It, yeah, she would never. I'm so, oh, I was never. gonna say I'm so, proud, I'm of so you proud of you for actually saying, you know what, I want this enough to go have to essentially prove yourself all over again, which was super unnecessary, unnecessary. to all these executives. 
Because a lot of people, and like I know this one over here included, would have just been like, I'm not going to do it. No. I'm so mad that you're making me do it. But Be you did it and you succeeded. Because it to me, at some point, listen, with your resume, with your legacy, you did it successfully on Broadway. It's something that it was, it's your role. Yeah. How yes, but the dare thing you? Is, you know, they didn't know me. The, the, the studio didn't know me. The, the, John, the director didn't know me, you know. And you know how it is. Oh, yeah. The theater, you're, you're singing to the last mm -hmm. row. So you have to project. The, for movies, the camera's right here. So everything is very intimate. Yeah. And singing that big song intimately, I even had to kind of do a switcheroonie. Okay. You know, train myself to um, do it in a more intimate way. And I was so used to really like filling a theater. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I had no choice. It was, I had to do it, you know? Wow. No, for sure. If you wanted it, you had to do Listen, it. You're my, you're, you're my idol. It, uh, God bless you. Because it's just good me, for, I would have been like, guys, um, it, it's a no. And maybe that's sad that I will allow my ego to take over and, and miss an incredible opportunity. But I think in a situation like this, it's just hard for me. You know what is with me, Olga? I don't know if it's the, I've been doing this for so long as, as you have, that at some point you just want, you want people to, Trust. Just have some respect and trust. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, this business actors were at the bottom of the yeah. No, you're right. Hey, and we have no control. Yeah. And I think it's important. That's why I'm glad we're having this conversation, like we are, because for our listeners, you know, there's listeners that and fans of even the show I do that are wanting to be actors or actresses, and they ask me questions all the time on this, you know, this thing called cameo, or they're like, I'm I'm trying to succeed, and and I got my first, um, you know, even background job or whatever the case may be. And I think for people to understand that the grind never stops, that if you no. want to be in this business, you have got to persevere through all the nonsense, trust in yourself, trust in what you're going after, because no one's going to just give it to you. Even someone in your shoes, and you made a valid point. Yes, when you're on stage, it's a different type of acting. Not every film actor can do Broadway and then vice versa. You know, not every Broadway star can go be the lead of a movie because it's two different types of acting um right. so you do make a valid point that you have to showcase but, that but, you think but to me yes you can i think if you come right away i think you can because that, that's your craft that's what you do for a living and you go to school school for so the same way you recognize i have to bring it down right that's right just give me the direction and i'm gonna yeah. do it exactly it's not that they, they, they not don't that do it not that you can't but my can second point it. is it's a different skill set so the same way i think a lot of film actors i think it's harder for more, I think it's harder for people to go do Broadway than it is for a Broadway actor to come do film and TV, for sure. I think it's much harder to go do I Broadway. Agree. Yes. Yeah, much Always. harder. Yeah. That's hard. A, hard. Yeah. That's a Eight much. Shows a week. Yeah. Yes. It's a much different skill set. You can't mess up. You're live on stage. Everything's happening now. It's a totally yeah, don't different. Don't be able to preserve your voice for yeah. four eight shows a week. It's well, even if you're not singing, just as an actor mm -hmm. on Broadway is totally different. Like, it's a different skill set. And it's easier to come to film and TV. You know what's interesting? And I don't know if it was Kevin Costner or Michael Keaton. And a couple of weeks ago, you know, I don't do well with additions. I and I and I and I accept it, you know, as I I don't love that part of the process. I don't. Uh, and it's it's like a necessary evil, but I, I don't like it. And my my team knows about it. I'm like, guys, um, I will deliver beautifully when I get the job. The audition part of it, I have an issue with it. And it's something, it's a demon that I'm that I'm working with you know because and it happened later in life 
when I started, I used to love auditioning and the process, but I think it's the more you do it and the more you have something to prove. And it's just, I just find it so difficult. All the rejection. Yes. All the rejection. Because um, you're yes. like, you're, okay, you're pouring your heart, soul, craft, memorization. In, yes. And you know that you probably are not going to. I'm not exactly. Well, at some point, exactly. you want to be harder and harder. It harder gets harder. harder. It gets yeah. harder. And it's funny because I'm trying to talk myself into, and I don't audition a lot. You know, I'm at that this place. Thank God. You know that that I don't have to audition a lot. But I'm trying to relearn, right, and reteach my brain to fall in love with the process. And I don't even. I don't know if it was Kevin Costner or Michael Keaton, one of them was saying that they see auditioning as part of the job. Instead of like, I'm trying to get a job, mm -hmm. the approach is for me to be able to put the hours, in, the hours in to memorize, to work on the material, and you go to coaching, and you pay for money, and you, you, know, you spend three and four days before the audition working on this thing. To make it a fun process, it's almost like the, he approached it, I already got the job, and this is part of the job. I like it, that. Yeah. So it's, instead of seeing it as I have to audition, he goes, I book something. So let me just go do my job. I'm working today. And then I'll let it go. If I get it, beautiful. And if I don't get it, I see it as I went to work. Which, by today. the way, it's the most yeah. real part of our job, in my opinion. That's when you as an actor are having to prove the most because you are now having to convince people you are this character. Once you've got the job, to me, that's play. That's the fun you're in the job. There's a lot of pressure still to nail it when you're actually doing it. But that's the playtime. That's when you get to try things, your freedoms, you discuss with the director, you discuss, you know, you come up with your choices even more so. You can play with it all. But when you come in an audition, you know, I always go back to the Eminem song, Lose Yourself, right? It's just one moment and you're on the spot. Nowadays, everything's on tape, so you get multiple moments. <laughs> but when you're in a room, I don't know if, you know, Olga, you've been, you know, I'm sure you've done this, but you ever had to read for a sitcom and you're in the room and no one laughs at something you say right. and you right. just are a sinking ship. You know, it's, it's awful <laughs> to try and climb yourself out of that. Or if you're doing a really dramatic role and you're getting no emotion reaction, no reaction from anybody. It's brutal. It's brutal. And it's brutal. I think that's the hardest part of our job. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. We started talking about this incident. 
drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know what's so funny? Now we're producing, we have a production company and we love producing. So we're in the middle of trying to set up all these projects, right? So <laughs> now it's like, not even as actors, now we're dealing with it also as as producers, so we're pitching to a network, right? There's three cameras that come. The material, we find it to be hilarious, right? We're not actually delivering the stuff because it's the showrunner, the guy that created the whole thing. And he's pitching the whole thing. All these, the, the heads of the, the comedy department at the, at, the, at the network. And not one sound, not one smile. It's the funniest yeah. thing. And we're like, look, and everything is on Zoom. I find oh it to be God. freaking hilarious. And I'm going, we have to deal with this shit. Even, even behind the scenes. That they, don't, they don't get it. 
this is really funny. It was like every time we That's finished, the, oh my God, That's we sorry. finished. And you know, funny because then after like the feedback is they loved it. They thought it was very clever. They thought it was very funny. But what they're giving you while you're pitching is zero. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is freaking crazy. It's like we can't escape, you know, the, 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 the constant trying anyways. So is there one... Is there one thing that is left for you that you go, you know what, before I call it and I retire because I've done it all, my this is my dream job or my, it doesn't even have to be acting. It could be, I would love to direct. I would love to bring whatever story to the screen. That's a great question. I'm glad you asked me. Okay. Yes. And it comes with age and experience. Shooting this documentary was so fulfilling. It was hard so fulfilling because it's my story and i've also written a, a pilot that i'm pitching so i'm going to send it to you yes <laughs> so i want to shoot in puerto rico okay oh, i can it. i can help you with that <laughs> anyway that's to me would be very very fulfilling okay you know so i'm trying giving it a shot see what happens and I'm giving it my heart and soul and uh, we'll see what happens. But that would be very fulfilling. Oh, that was awesome. And I know you have a few things coming up. You have uh, Netflix's uh, Blockbuster premieres November 3rd, right? On our son's uh, birthday. Oh, my God. Um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Tell us about yeah. that. And then I want to talk to you about another one. You have something else you have coming up. Okay. Blockbuster is a workplace comedy. It's just hilarious. It's it's going to make you forget all your troubles. We need that these days with everything that's happening in the world. Um, there are three Latinos in that show. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, the lead is uh, Randall Park, who is just so, you just love him. He's a, uh, what is it? He's an analog guy in a 5G world with a love of movies. And he's trying to save the last blockbuster. And he's enlisted the, all of us that work there to try to save this store. And um, he puts us in, in just very uh, hilarious situations. And we're all very quirky and fun and funny. It's light, but uh, it's got a lot of heart. So I hope you enjoy it. That's oh, great. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and I, I, wanna, I wanna see that. I love that idea of saving. I used to love Blockbuster. Love right? it. So it was I love the, the idea of saving that sort of fa traditional family. As movie a teenager, night. going to Blockbuster to rent Amazing. that movie was the ultimate. Amazing. Right. <laughs> I used to go on date night. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. And then you also have, which uh, our, our kids would love this, you have at the Hollywood Bowl and Canto Live. When is that? That is November 11th and 12th. We're coming up right now. Rehearsals yeah. start next week. What can we get? Uh, you know, I want to uh, go. Maria Cecilia Botero did the voicing. She was spectacular uh, of the of the voice, and then I did the singing part. But since this is a concert, um, I'm gonna. I'm. Yo estoy colai. No. You know, uh, we'll, I will be there voicing Abuela Alma and with the, with the cast, and it's going to be you know the Hollywood Bowl is amazing, it's magic, incredible venue. Oh, we need to go. That's to that. going to be awesome. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Our kids love the movie too, so they'll enjoy it immensely. And then you, oh, have, they will love it. Yeah, they will love it. And you have another. Is it a, is it a movie with Alison Brie and Dave Franco on Amazon? Somebody I used to know. That's coming. Oh, yeah, up? a romantic comedy. Yeah, uh, on Amazon. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was. Just a lot of fun. Dave and that one is out already or not yet? No, that's coming out, I think, early next year. Okay, okay, okay. A lot on your plate. Oh, my God, yeah, Olga. Yeah, but you know, we're trying to squeak it out there for however many more 
uh, you know, summers we have left. I know, <laughs> I know. What do you, last question for you, and this is uh, very personal for me as well. How do you think is the participation or opportunities that are given to Latinos within this business? Or is there, is there any advice that you think or adjustment that can be made so we finally um, are able to get the same opportunities as other ethnicities? I think things have changed tremendously. You know, I think things have improved mm -hmm. a lot. We're still not as represented as we should be. Um, and it's very important to see yourself on screen uh, for, for, uh, for the, the up and coming generations. Um, uh, you know, our buying power, our, our, the, how, what we represent, how we, that we're such a integral part of the, of the, of the community, of the, of the population. Um, that's a very good question. It's a fight, mm. you know, we're really fighting. We're still fighting. And, um, I just say, screw them. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. We are, we have so much to give. And uh, we just have to be really know that about, about ourselves, that we just have so much to give. We're so talented. We have, we're such a huge contribution to this country. So we have to really hold on to that. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And you know what? I go to bed every single night thinking somebody needs to crack the code because it pains me. You know, it pains me that the, when you look at the research and textbook, we are still underrepresented and i agree with you you know i i think things have changed and improved i'm, I'm a testament of that you know i'm a, a i do fantasy island i'm on a network show i know that's, as a lead love, it's yes, incredible yeah you know with yes. with my accent and i was given that opportunity so i am a walking testament that things are changing and things are improving it's just it's just really painful to know that it's not it's not enough not yet you yeah. know and i, I wonder well, what I we have it's to a mirror a mirror of what's happening in this world and politically it's it's like a fight mm. we're like fighting to to be included yeah. you know and then people think that someone's going to take over that we're going to replace mm -hmm. there's no replacement no taking over we're just going to coexist together hopefully exactly. mm -hmm. ever after together exactly I hope. Yeah. yeah it would be incredible i don't know anyways well, thank you for chatting with us you, today Olga. Time. It was a pleasure. Yes, such Good a luck pleasure with the rehearsals. Too. I hope everything goes great, and the performance is going to be Thank awesome. It's going to be amazing, amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you that still going at it and doing it successfully and with grace and class and dignity. You're amazing. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing your journey with us. Sí. Thank you. I'm a big fan. Qué bueno. Thank you. It's a pleasure, you guys. Bueno. Gracias. Gracias. Thank you. Un beso. Right. Bye, bye bye. 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 Lovely. So lovely. Mm -hmm. No, listen, Olga Meredith is synonymo. Like I just said it, it's, she's a class act. This is a lady with an incredible career that has been clean, clean and consistent and mm -hmm. beautiful. And she's, uh, we're very proud of her, you know? We're very proud of her. You good be. people, good Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Anyways, that was beautiful. That was Thank fun. Thank you. Love right. you. Love Bye. You. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at Iset Ella Dijo or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. Iset Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. 
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-213 Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.